Marie mode and degrading them all. Like, my, oh, that's so funny. I do like that she's taking on the Dom persona. Now. Dude, it was so weird to watch. It, it was weird yeah. because it was like there was definitely like a transitory phase, right? She started off as sort of like a uh, like she was almost like mommy posting with like the holistic health stuff, and mm-hmm. then gradually it just became like open like Fin Dom. Yeah, now she's just Fin Dom. Like all it's just like blatant and open. But I mean, financial domination. If you're gonna be a girl online with a lot of followers and you're not Fin Doming, it's like what are you even what are you even doing? Like the whole point. Well, oh, so many so many of these people do get totally lost in just like the dopamine of it all. Yeah, and it is. But like, what is the, the dopamine is fun, don't get me wrong. And like there's a lot of people who, oh Lucas, like you've totally gotten lost in the dopamine here. But like I would like to say that more than anything, I've gotten lost in the exploratory process of mm, figuring out like okay. what what sort of keywords, what sort of subjects, like, okay, can we just viral uh viral clickbait tweet this? Okay, well, can we do like this sort of a long post? Will this pe- will this piss people off? Will they even read this? Like, mm-hmm. I've just been having fun with the system. And really, can, it's the creativity. You can, tell, you can tell because I've now stopped viral bait posting because True. I got I literally got bored of it. Like that's we, actually a really good point. He could be viral bait posting right now and be the next Andrew Tate if you think about it. You could have been blowing up. You could right, have and like I've I've followers. proved that I know how to do it. But, it, but that also that also means I've proved to myself that I know how to do it. And so now, now that I know, it's like, okay, I don't need to, like, keep doing it because I don't necessarily find it intrinsically interesting. I found mm. it interesting in the sense of, like, can I actually do this? And can I consistently do this and replicate its effects? And now the results have been, like, yes, you can. That's a really good point. Yeah. So now we're here for we're here for the content. We're here for you guys, our Sigma Simps. Yeah. So we want to make sure. Dude, <laughs> I'm not going to change it. I've, I've, I've gotten funny. a little bit more. Uh, everybody's been DMing me lately. Like, oh, Lucas, you've become so much more genuine recently. In like, bitch, I just stuff. stopped clickbaiting. And, uh, <laughs> I didn't do anything different. Well, no, I definitely did turn up the. Uh, Cause like before I was I, like, Oh, you're giving takes now. And it's like, well, there was always like the take hidden in everything yeah, that course. I said, but it was just a matter of like, do you know me well enough? And can you like mine through the layers here yeah. to figure what I'm saying? Right. Because like very frequently the take would be the exact opposite of what I was like verbally espousing. Yes. Or like, I would be like, okay, this is like a character that I'm playing. And the take is that this character you're needs stupid. to be killed. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it wasn't necessarily, Oh, this, this, the person being represented in this tweet is like a good person. Or Which something. is always funny to me when you get your, when you got a ton of followers of people who were like the person in your tweet, it's like, I don't think you realize you're the joke here. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they would just say like, Oh, like I, I liked this because I, like I resonated with like the, Ugh. the very first order uh, mm-hmm. the repercussions of like what was being said, and it's like, well, eh. I I guess that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as you're as long as you're here pressing like, that's all that really matters. Yeah, Do your yeah job. I guess I don't know. When, when Do you I think went- any of them listen to our podcast? Huh? Do you think any of them listen? We have like 250 listeners, so it has to be maybe one. Some of the people who don't, they don't get it. Yeah. The non-getters. The non-getters. I'm sh- I'm sh- I don't know. There's always, I'm always shocked. Like no matter who, like Asparagoid was the prime example of this one where uh, like people would be following him for like six months or something as he would just post like ridiculous, totally polarized content up and down. Like one day he would post about like, oh, like women are awful and they should all be killed. And the next day he would say like, oh, men are awful and they should all be killed. And then he would say like, oh, penises are gross. And the next day he would be like, penises are so beautiful. And I cry when I think about them. And like people would follow for months and months of this, like obviously like him just creative writing. Mm -hmm. And then one day they would see the content that was like personally applicable to themselves. And Mm -hmm. they would just have like a 15 tweet 
thread and about inverted nipples. It was like break, listen, breaking down, saying like, how could you fucking say this? Like my this boyfriend so loves disgusting. my inverted nipples. Yeah, I don't yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why would you say something about? It's like how, <laughs> <laughs> how dare you talk about them? <laughs> I, and I I love that also because it's so obvious when you have somebody who's like, uh, this happens a lot with. Oh, I, you know, I just, I just hate to say this, but this happens a lot with fat girls and you can tell you go, you go to their account and there's a very specific subject group that fat girls talk about, right? Like there's realistically like four or five subjects that if you go to a fat girl's timeline, almost all of her content is going to be about these specific things. Mm-hmm. And even if they're totally anon, you go to her profile no. and you see her talking about this stuff. It's like mm. there is probably about a 97% chance that mm. this is a fat what are they, girl. You're going right? to dox like, the, the five? You're going to dox the five things that fat girls talk about? There's one profile I'm thinking of specifically, though, who mm-hmm. like did all of them so perfectly. And then uh, somebody sent her profile to a group chat and said, like, there's no way this girl has a BMI under 35. Mm. And somebody name searched or somebody searched her name and then like fat. And they found <laughs> they found like a massive thread about her just like coping over Being like fat. Yeah. Saying like, oh, like it's it's actually like racist to call people fat and like <laughs> all, all of this like you know like the standard yeah. like libtard talking points about mm. like how it's evil and should be like a criminally executable offense for ever calling someone overweight or something like it that. is very racist to say that it's racist to be fat though i will say that that's always that's so crazy that's to me. such an insane i know fat phone. people literally every, like fat is not race dependent like, <laughs> like if there's one thing that's certainly not race dependent like i know fat people of every race like there's tons of fat people this one like you know sure maybe if you go to certain demographics you, in different areas like you can go well, black people get a, the the fat uh, stereotype, but also being getting the emaciated stereotype from like Uganda. Imagine getting both of those simultaneously. <laughs> you, get, you get fucking steamrolled for being fat and too skinny. But it's like you simultaneously. Never, they never they never get hit with them both at the same time. Though, right? No, like, I know it's, it's definitely geography yeah, based. It's yeah, geography like, based. There's there's like one person uniquely who spends like six months in America and six months in Uganda who experiences both of these stereotypes, uh-huh. but for the most part, like. Yeah. I think I think people mostly get hit with one or the other. Yeah, you usually get one or the other for sure. But it's very funny that. Yeah, but yeah, I think fat is ge- geography. It's not a racial thing, and I think it's very clearly a geography thing. I think it's like you don't like you. For example, you take fucking uh, a fat demographic of the U.S. and you go to Sweden. They're not fat. I promise. There's no fat fucking what do you call it? like you know what I mean? You do the what's, same. What's kind of crazy is like Asians are never fat anywhere. That is true. Actually, like you, you take Asians to America, and even like I think, I think Asians are like the one demographic in America who still is on average not more obese or more overweight than healthy. Yeah, actually, they aren't. They definitely aren't. They definitely stay pretty consistently same fat demographic. Like even if the diet changes, it's not like it's like. And it's Japanese. really, it's really, really, really fucking rare to see like turbo giga obese Asian guy. Unless you're and the, but and the and they, what they did for sumo was like they have you ever seen a sumo's diet? It's fucking oh yeah, crazy, they're they're bro. they're really they're really autism about like how they eat bro. like they their meal timing and like you know they have like the windows so the windows that they too. eat and stuff like that and yeah it's very it's so much it's rice, very so much egg. structured and they have some sort of like they have some sort of like macronutrient breakdown that they use by which to like accumulate as much adipose tissue as possible without accumulation of like arterial plaque yeah. and other shit that causes them to like die of the the health issues that are usually related with being, being as huge as they are the question maybe i should get into that 
Maybe we, have to, we should use the sumo diet for fat fucks here. Like, you can say fat if you want. You just have to eat this. That's essentially, I mean, the sumo diet and lifestyle is essentially like what all of the health at every size rhetoric people use as justification. Oh, they're really? like, yeah, they're like, well, there's lots of fat people who are like healthy and they like point to like sumo wrestlers who like have like an extremely regimented like exercise program and like, it's like sumo they have scheduled meals and, and power like all lifters. of this other stuff that's been developed <laughs> through like 32 centuries of like traditional Japanese uh, mm like eating tradition for this one specific sport that they've developed. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, like, unfortunately that's not an accurate representation of the average fat person. That's, yeah. That's, um, that's a very good representation of like your average, extremely autistic fat person, but not. Yeah. It's also like they get like, yeah, it's definitely like autistic. Like, cause like, it's really not even like particularly big people that they like, they fatten them up. They plump them up. You get like a Mongolian like bread like kind of yeah like you know farm boy, and then you feed him rice and eggs till he fucking almost pops, and then you put him in the ring. But I think they're probably still smaller than a Walmart American. They they definitely don't like. Uh, they're not that big. Some of them are. There's but. something very different going on with the hormones. Is all I'm gonna say because the overall yeah. fat distribution of like sumo wrestlers compared to your Walmart American, they look like powerlifters. So ridiculous. Sumo wrestlers different. look like American powerlifters. Yeah, I mean they they look still sort of sturdy. Yeah, and it's not necessarily because they have like overwhelming amounts of muscle, but it's like I mean you know you know like the stereotypical Walmart physique you see where mm -hmm. you have like a couple going through the skinny legs and the gun. You have the man who's like he has this enormous barrel chest and huge gut and his arms. He has like somehow twelve inch biceps, <laughs> and then his wife is like. She has these tiny little legs supporting this massive, massive torso, and mm -hmm. her her biceps are like thirty two inches wide with a fat gun yeah. underneath. Yeah, You're just like how how was any of this possible? Like it's such yeah, it's definitely fat distribution it, it's definitely habits. a hormone thing because it's like there's no that's a very strange distribution of fat. It's not like yeah something that and like you it's not even the same kind of fat that you get like I don't know you have people who are like similar weight that are not shaped that way, you nope. know, like even in the U S you know? Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. There's a lot of, I don't know. It's one of those fat distribution patterns that you don't see like a light example of, like mm -hmm. you don't see somebody who looks like that, but just to a lesser extent, it's yes. something that I think only ever happens once you reach like a critical mass of hormonal disruption by like total accumulation of like ridiculous adipose tissue where like mm -hmm. you just have so and your body much, just like explodes. Like I, I literally think that you just have like extreme endocrine dysregulation by by like a certain point of getting that fat and it like causes this because again, like if this was something Actually, that makes sense, it probably is that because your pancreas and liver are probably fucked at that point. Yeah, God knows what's going on with your thyroid. I mean, yeah, like, your thyroid, and there's yeah. like the classic, the meme that everybody knows, the meme that literally like everybody from uh, like the trans communities to the bodybuilders to the anorexic girls, like every single community online who knows anything about anything about like hormones knows that adipose tissue has the highest concentration out of any tissue of the aromatase enzyme, which is the enzyme that converts testosterone into estrogen mm. or aromatizes testosterone into estrogen. So that's, right? yeah, that's the opposite. So like high, high, having high. So if, if you have yeah. a lot of adipose fat tissue, then the net result is your free testosterone levels are going to tank because mm -hmm. it binds to your aromatase and your estrogen levels are going to go up. Yes. 
And then that's why theoretically, and that's I mean, why all that, the, that, that's like the armchair understanding. Yes. It's like a little more, and that's how the it's a little more the, complex than that. But we don't really. Uh, then you get the anorexic, autistic uh, chick because it goes the opposite when you have less fat tissue, right? Maybe, probably. I mean, girls still usually have a pretty high level of body fat relative to, and that like good point. Yeah. I, I honestly, like I have, I, I'm going to be totally real. Uh-huh. I have no idea how the female endocrine system works in any capacity. You're not a peer. You haven't been reading fucking no. AP. Like I, I have never. Well, so like even when I read the Pete stuff, I if it says anything about women, my brain just shuts off. I don't care anymore. Because, yeah, right. Because I'm <laughs> like, I'm not like. I'm like I, I do, however, I don't have a uterus. To, this isn't applying to me. Well, listen, I have to fix whatever fucking uh, Zog Chow uh, shit my girlfriend ends up being on. So I have to read. I have to get my female nutrition maxing on. Um, this is my new. This is my new mental. My new mental uh, frontier is making sure I can. And this is why I'm learning how to do tarot and astrology so I can convert <laughs> autism into, I, into a girl. So I'm going to learn all the female nutrition and I'm going to use the fucking star charts and tarot to make sure that they, you know, my understanding of all this stuff is basically that like, like my stance with health is you kind of have to do it all yourself. You do. Like yeah. at this point, I don't think, I mean, maybe if you have like, a hundred million dollars and you can afford like the world's best endocrinologist to be like on call forever. True. Uh, then maybe I guess who knows, but overall I think you kind of have to learn like what you, what problems you specifically have and you have to read about those specifically. And like even something like trying to fix like your girlfriend or your daughter or your son or something like, I think that's kind of like, yeah, it's really hard to do without like the direct feedback of you being the person who can s- sense the stuff in question, right? That's like, a good point. Yeah, if, I can go, if I can go and like th- something that I've noticed is like citrus fruits unfuck a lot of whatever weirdness is that I have. Citrus, uh, yeah. So if I, if I eat like a ton of citrus fruits, then uh, Luke is coming out as a scurvy. Yeah, maybe maybe it's scurvy, scurvy fucking. Uh, maybe I just need more awareness. Maybe, we should do a scurvy. Maybe there's something about oh, the oil because I, be scurvy I, eat, I eat the peels a lot. Also, <laughs> I eat the peels oh. quite frequently with like tangerines and stuff. All right, this episode's gonna be called Scurvy Awareness. Maybe <laughs> we're gonna start a foundation and but, then fucking rug our own charity, <laughs> our own scurvy charity. But I, I never could have, like, diagnosed this from the outside. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely not. No, no. Yeah, that's sort of kind of the thing. Like, especially, like, it is hard to give nutrition advice, but this is also why you can have so many nutrition grifters because it is so personalized that it, you can basically say anything, and I'm sure there's someone. Well, and in America, there's a lot of things that just, like, uniquely help everyone, right? Like, 98% of Americans are potassium deficient. So yes. if I – and it's, this is the same thing with magnesium, but to yeah. a lesser extent. But if I go to basically any person and I recommend them to start eating foods that are either higher in potassium or supplementing potassium, then, like, they're going to feel better. I never even consider – wait, am I high? I probably – no, I'm Dominican. You're probably potassium deficient because – I don't know. I'm Dominican. We eat a lot of bananas. But so this is another meme. Everybody thinks of bananas when they think of potassium. But if you look at the content per calorie of or the potassium content per calorie of a banana, it's actually like Low? substantially lower than basically like every other food that's known as like a potassium. Wait, container. so potassium, sodium, potassium. So it's you have to eat. If you eat high, it's like of sodium, sodium and potassium are on opposite link. sides of the ion. So if you eat high so levels calcium of and magnesium are yes. on the opposite sides. So if you eat high levels of sodium, you probably have low potassium. Is that what it is, or is it the opposite? No. You eat low levels. It's, of sodium it's not and high necessarily potassium. that. 
I mean, there there are some like weird second or third order effects that they have on their on on each other's levels, but for the most part, like eating more sodium is probably not going to cause you to piss out more potassium. Eating more sodium is probably likely to actually keep you to retain more of the potassium. Oh, then I'm probably fine there too. I eat a lot of salt, but but I have to check it out. Generally, like the historical ratio of sodium to potassium was something like 0.5 to like. Okay, which one did I even say first? You said anyway, sodium first. People, people typically ate a lot more potassium than sodium. That changed recently. Yes. Same thing with the magnesium, calcium thing. Like we yeah. used to have magnesium rich environment, salt water, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is why everyone was mad at my vitamin D post because they were like, everyone's going to get hypercalcemia and we have too much calcium. Oh, bro, the fucking magnesium. The, the only, yeah. Cultists, bro. You guys got to chill. I take, I well, lace my water. Every magnesium. time you suggest taking vitamin D is some guy comes and says, oh, the vitamin K2 Mark 7 to make sure that you don't uh, calcify your arteries and stuff. But like the only one demonstrated study that they've ever shown that to happen was like an egregious overdose where they gave people like, like 3 million. Five, no, yeah, I have this one. Ti- yeah, like 400 times the traditionally taken dose of vitamin D. And they said, yeah, the guy it who seems that most of them had minor problems and some of them died. But no, like, like one guy died. No, I had this was in my article. Uh, one guy died actually from um, other non-related issues. He died from like scurvy or some shit or like a sepsis. Scurvy. No, no, sepsis. I said scurvy. There I said you scurvy go. Before. Sepsis uh, because of the uh, conditions of the hospital. But um, most of them who got sick with hypercalcemia were given between like one point some odd million and like three million IUs a day. And that was a uh, weird situation. There were only 10 people of like a hundred or so people who were given like a million IUs that like got sick. Yeah. So it's so like, like you're the, not going to get The majority of fine. people who received such an agree like this wasn't even like an overdose that you could realistically ever do. This was an overdose of vitamin D that you would have to spend literally like $200 a day purchasing supplements just in order to like be be able to even complete yeah i have these these like really weird 50 kiu pills that are like hard to find and you have to take 20 of those to get on the lower register of what they were given so i have to take like 60 which is the entire bottle 60 <laughs> is the entire bottle of of these fucking supplements to, per day you're not gonna do it you're just not I'm thinking fucking like doing mine it. mine i think are like 10k IU and they're I don't know like twenty dollars a bottle or something. It's like a hundred twenty count. You probably like literally the entire practically yeah. the entire box. Yeah, per day. Like you're literally gonna have to eat two of those in one day. Yeah, you're not fucking doing it. Is the thing is like you're not. This isn't. This isn't. This is like <laughs> when uh, everybody was like getting worried that people were gonna kill themselves by overdosing on ivermectin. Yeah, yeah, right. And it was like in order to overdose, you're literally going to have to go and like eat an entire like 12 ounce tube of like horse ointment. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm positive that somebody is going to do it, right? Of course, of course. Like there's definitely going to be one person that does it, but also it might it might be one of those cases where like it's morally justifiable to allow this person to be removed <laughs> from the, the market, right? Because they're yeah. not a rational actor. Yeah, and, fuck them. They and deserve the market to die. knows everything and maybe capitalism should be allowed to uh, work its magic on this yeah. person. I do know, obviously we need to increase our magnesium. I think the magnesium cultures are right. Magnesium very important. We're all magnesium deficient except for us because we're drinking our magnesium laced water. Because <laughs> literally because literally, I come on vacation with like a, a multiple gram uh, pill bottle filled of magnesium that I drink every day. So actually, so I want to get, I don't like the pills for it because I take so many pills already. I, I'm thinking of just starting chocolate regularly, but I don't even like chocolate. Uh, I like this water lacing. Bro, you're going to have to eat so much chocolate. 
No, if you get like 70% cacao, you have to eat like the whole bar. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're yeah. gonna need, it's going to need to be like 600 calories a day from uh, I don't want to do that either. Yeah, so, I mean, like, I can't get, unless the pills are, I need, still need to get the pills because, like, in reality, I'm getting like maybe 10 per, each time I drink one of these bottles, it's like 10% maybe yeah. on my daily. Because, like, I don't, I don't put like enough of magnesium because it starts to taste like fucking medicine like like really gross like it tastes like battery acid if i put like the entire bottle in there so i don't do that but having a nice little lace of it is not you know not the worst thing also like i've noticed with magnesium specifically it likes to be eaten with other things like if you have salt on its own you don't really have this problem if you have potassium on its own doesn't really have this problem if you have calcium on your own uh not really no, not know. really an issue but like with magnesium uniquely if you have it on its own it tends to make my stomach start you flipping around and shit yeah. yeah i like to eat it with like yeah yeah it definitely may, or it gives me like weird like my i started getting like palpitations, palpitations yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like and yeah. I, i'm sitting there wondering like are my ion pumps like they're over pumping they're, like they, 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 they're in the fucking the ion <laughs> channels they've been filled and the, now now we're uh, we're moving the fluids around to places that fluids never needed to be and it's all over exactly like they're pumping they're it's like fucking pumping iron over there pumping i guess it'd be pumping sodium or no no pumping calcium. nobody knows what it's pumping, it's pumping some shit. no yeah no, it's, it's off it's the rails i don't know it's just really hard magnesium is like really hard to eat your daily amount every day it just I don't know what it what is the American it's RDA 400 mega 400 milligrams milligrams yeah okay so like and the American RDA I assume is like one third of what like you probably need. you probably need right yeah almost because almost we're bad. really bad at this like America mm. if you compare the American recommended daily allowances of food or of, of minerals to like every other country we're almost always like way 50%. less percent yeah because we get scared we get they get scared of like um because of vitamin a overdoses used to happen because you can ha- that happens pretty easily uh people you know eat enough liver take po- like there's like a toxicity level uh not really other ones vitamin a is the easiest to get the overdose on yeah so i think that they noticed they learned that happened and then they freaked out about everything else now the question becomes but like yeah 400 milligrams like unless you're living in like fucking japan where this basically seawater is in all your food it is really fucking hard to, I mean, unless you take the uh, uh, big ass pill, but like, have you ever tried to get 400 milligrams from your food every day? It's like, yeah, it's, it's damn near impossible. So, well, okay. It's obviously not damn near impossible, but it's like damn near impossible while eating like a normal, an, an otherwise healthy diet, right? Because yeah. like, you can do it very easily, but you're going to have to exclusively target foods that are like magnesium rich. Yes. So you're going to be going around like eating a bunch of fucking like pumpkin seeds Pump, all day. Yeah, pumpkin seeds. And you're not going to get anything else. Spinach, yeah. And fucking like uh, salmon. So maybe it's a salmon. Some kind of fish. One of the fishes has. There's got to be some fish. I'm sure. Yeah. It's just like I know. I know certainly that like oysters and the shellfish are very high magnesium, but I don't. Oh, I love oysters. They got magnesium and zinc. zinc. Oh, oh, they're zinc. They're, they're basically like a uh, horny factory. Right. Same with pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds have zinc and magnesium. Theoretically, because like, well, they, so they were saying this in fucking on Twitter. Oh, Marie was saying it. I saw. Uh, yeah, I, I like, saw. Oh, black blue, blue, and I was like, yeah, because this one actually is real though. They're like, if you eat enough pumpkin seeds, you get you get the it's like Viagra. That is actually true. I've always felt that like. I don't know. I mean, pumpkin seeds definitely do do that, but they also have some sort of a weird like. It's hard to eat a lot of pumpkin seeds. 
I can definitely do it, man. But I, they feel like the seed itself feels like some sort of trash, like PUFA energy. Yeah, it doesn't. Shit. I don't feel like I want to eat it. It's not yeah. like like sunflower seeds feel good when you eat them. You're like, I should be eating this for some reason. Pumpkin seeds feel like it's unnatural. Yeah, some, it, it's one of those seeds where it's like, I think this is a seed that was supposed to just be planted. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think I was supposed to be munching on this shit. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it tastes like a planted seed. Yeah. Or like kind of like apple seed. Where you're like, this isn't supposed to be eaten. Yeah. And mm. I don't know. I, I, I can't really describe that one uh, super well. No, I don't. F- and I used to eat. You know, so the other thing is I eat seeds with the shells on. Which is a very yeah yeah I don't I don't eat shelled pumpkin seeds the shell is always uh you know the most fun part to you eat it and then it goes through your intestines and then and you it, yeah. and it, it abrades your intestinal yeah. wall mm-hmm. and you get all the scar tissue that builds it up so that next time you're more robust and powerful. I, I'm glad that you're also a psycho psychopath because I try to explain <laughs> to people I don't deshell my sunflower seeds or pumpkin seeds and they're like what's wrong with you and then you get a nice fucking like so here's here's the real <laughs> uh, the real schizo test is when you get peanuts. Do you eat them with the shells on or off? I don't even eat peanuts. Hypothetically, if I were to give you a peanut, would you eat it with the shell on or off? I'd probably crack the peanut open just because I want to do that. So it's big enough that I could do it easily. If they're salted in shell, I always eat them in the shell because it tastes tastes so fucking good. Well, that's why I do sunflower seeds. But there's like like a limit, right? It's like eating... uh, it's like eating out eating sour skittles or something where the extreme like extremely fibrous nature of the shell mm. when you eat enough of it it like fucks up your mouth so bad that yes. like there's a very finite limit where you just have to stop or else you're going to like abrade all of the soft palate That's tissue true. in your mouth or get like straight down to the bone. Yeah, no, it's yeah, I don't eat peanuts but I feel like it's just the I just never found that nut fun. I like peanut butter. I'm not a big fan of peanut nuts. I actually, I, I like have an, abs- like I love peanuts, but I think they're a trash food and mm-hmm. so I, I don't eat them. But like peanuts are 100% like one of my most ridiculous, obscene, guilty pleasures. I had a tweet on like, it was on like my high school Twitter account. This was the only semi-viral tweet I ever made on my like 180 follower high school account was it was something about the peanut drawer and I showed a picture of my desk where I had every drawer like I had like three cubic meters of volume that was totally filled with peanut shells that is like that I your eggshells <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. it was like shells, your peanut shells and, your and people shells. were like how much how, how much time did it take you to eat all of these peanuts and the answer was like three days or something like it was just the I was I was getting shows. literally all of my calories from peanuts it was when I read Are you mono food you do like mono food which is yeah, really yeah. Interesting. Well, my dad had told me at that time something like, uh, "Oh, this guy discovered that peanuts have everything inside of them that the human body needs to live." And I was like, "Oh, base, oh, bet. oh yeah. base. Let me <laughs> let me prove it." And I just ate only peanuts for like a week. Did you get fucking like malnutrition? Uh, no, I felt fine, actually. Mm. I mean, I was always kind of like bloated because uh, like, again, like I think it's kind yeah, of a trash, trash food you know. and like there's a lot of fiber and it's like it's poofa city bro it's definitely poofa, poofa city, city. Yeah. poofa city man i yeah uh, legumes, legumes overall i listen, think are just I like i am a latino i love legumes i actually started i ate beans I, for the I first i do too man i do too i, think I they, love I think beans they fucking dude. taste good but they just make you feel like trash they do like i you, had beans yesterday and i'm like 
why did I do this to myself? I'm like, do you remember when I had, the, I, I did the, like the retest of like veganism. Oh yeah. And you ate only fucking like lentils. Yeah. And yeah. I literally like, it feels like you're eating cardboard, right? Like it's the same as like chicken where like, if I eat beef, I don't like chicken. If I, if I eat beef or if I eat like lamb or something, I feel like rejuvenated and recharged mm-hmm. and better afterwards. If I eat chicken, I generally feel like the same like i I ate and i don't i'm like not like you know it was the same with the the beans and the lentils and shit where i would eat them and it would like i i would you're satiated you're not like satisfied but i felt like i literally just ate like a mass clump of cardboard you know this is really interesting because they always shill chicken it's so healthy for you you're fucking liars bro right like i would feel better if you you can eat duck and feel great after yeah you feel fucking like oh my god i should have eaten why didn't i eat this earlier or Turkey, not so much, but duck. Yeah, sure. Duck, well, like, so this is what I, th- I, better I think. Than chicken, but tur- turkey is definitely better than chicken. But I think a lot of it has to do with like the life cycle. So you know, how with uh, like with animals, if you eat the younger ones, you generally get like a lower micronutrient con- concentration because mm-hmm. like an animal that's been raised eating eating whatever for like 20 years or something like that is going to have had a lot more nutrients flow through its body and get accumulated and it's like fat and other tissues and stuff like that. Whereas like a chicken, which is literally raised from like egg to consumption within like a few weeks at this point. Like, Oh, there's nothing in it but like corn. Yeah. It's fucking just, yeah, it's only eating corn for like three weeks and then you eat it. And like maybe if, maybe if we were to go and eat like some legitimately free range chicken that's been roaming around eating like grasshoppers and worms and shit for like two years, then it would be better. But just we're never, we're never going to buy a chicken like that because nobody, nobody would ever farm a chicken like that because it's, it's so far from being profitable that it just, it won't, it doesn't exist. It's actually a really good point actually. Yeah. There's no, yeah, it's just fucking filled with corn. It's a corn-filled chicken. That's why it feels like shit. And but whereas, like you can't really do turkeys, that to a cow. Like turkeys, they free range. They free road. A they, lot. Like, a lot of turkeys are free range, but also they they're just they have to get older, right? Like we have specifically bred chickens so that like broilers mm. can be created and they can go through the full life cycle in such an extremely. This is the other like the argument against GMOs, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is the primary argument, and I mean there's a bajillion argument against GMO, GMOs. Actually, I, I'm totally misstating myself here uh and like people can say oh like th- this was bad because they inserted like this weird like crispr gene into this and mm-hmm. it's going to give us all aids or something like that but like the main compelling G- anti-gmo argument that i've always heard has been okay we engineered this food so that it grows a lot faster mm-hmm. which is great from like the perspective of giving us like macronutrient substance but this also means that now that we're growing apples and pears in one-tenth of the amount of time as we traditionally mm-hmm. did, they have much less time to slurp up nutrients from yes. the earth. And the overall nutrient... Con- like, you know, fruits used to have actual macro nu- or micronutrient content. Also, the same thing... I was just about to say the same thing. This is like with the yeast. This is why we have gluten intolerance now. Because we do the fucking... The yeast that like... Uh, like we use the artificial yeast for bread and now it doesn't have enough time to like build the culture to break down the gluten in bread and that's why people are like sensitive to it now yeah Mm, this is the problem with all foods the the problem with yeah the the problem with basically all foods is that there used to be like an inherent time barrier to their Mm. production and we were like well i don't want to starve so let's and i i want to make money by making this faster so let's do it but like Mm. we just assumed there's not necessarily going to be anything lost in the speeding up of this process Mm. and it realistically wasn't until fairly recently where we were even able to like measure the effect of this Mm -hmm. because i mean people have been trying to breed 
fruits, vegetables, corn, whatever, uh, to grow faster ever since the dawn of humanity, right? Yeah, yeah. But, like, we haven't been able to measure magnesium content since the dawn of humanity. Yes. That's a pretty recent yes. invention. And now we part. now it's basically impossible for us to get enough magnesium because there's also, like, there's a lot of magnesium in the atmosphere, a lot of it in our cruciferous vegetables, and yeah. all, the, all the meat and stuff was free-range, so they were eating it. It's in their fat now. And then when we eat it, it's, we can replenish that. But now that's why it's so fucking hard for me to get 400 well, like, milligrams of magnesium when it used to be like virtually yeah, I mean, trivial. Like, the, the organic content of the soil has been like totally BTFO to the True. point where like how do you even – you know, because before it was just, oh, the soil has like a very large quantity of magnesium that gets slurped up by the plants. When yeah, and that's grow. all gone now. Right. Yeah, and it's all gone. I mean, mm, well, it's not all gone. but It's like, largely gone. It's, I mean – the rate at which we rotate crops is not slow enough in order for the magnesium to get replenished by what I, I forget what it is that replenishes magnesium. I don't remember if it's like ash or I think ash is calcium. I might be wrong, but like there's various, like if you go and you get fertilizer uh, and you know, there's like the three numbers that they have. Mm-hmm. I never gotten fertilizer before. Oh, I assume well, the numbers are how to make the best bombs. <laughs> that was like this is a rated on a scale of one to one thousand uh three fifty six bomb <laughs> this is this one's kind of good but you could do better no they have they have like uh i want to say it's like the potassium the magnesium and the calcium content oh uh, it makes sense because you have to like pick which one has been depleted by which crop yeah or or like which crop no that's true yeah which, which crop likes our which studio crop audience which one better? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there are different plants that uh, like slurp more out. This is like, what you know, this is like, why they. This fucking... is why this is why crop rotation exists in the first yes, place. Yes, there you go. You can't grow the same crop in the same soil because different crops will pull different things out. And if you grow like the crop that pulls out exclusively potassium from the soil, then like you won't be able to pour it back. Listen in here, commies. Out. This was the, this was the point of Thanksgiving. This is what we used to fucking have. Uh, this is what you used to be taught in school before you were taught that Columbus was a fucking fascist. Is that the Indians, Native Americans, taught the uh, the white guy, the white man, how to do crop rotation? That was allegedly the whole point of the of the holiday. It was like everyone was excited that. We learned about crop rotation. We, were and we, we learned about how to put a fish under the stock. Yes, a, the fish under the corn. The, the meme fish uh, under the, the corn. Fish. There's no way that's real. It might be that, real. That it does just sound really ridiculous because it's so like uh, when everyone got the same lesson about the mean it's fish. It's just so much. It's just so many fish. Yeah, it's just so That's many, so many fish. fucking fish. Yeah, like it's like it's like there's just not enough fucking like there's just no way that they. Well, like, I'm sure it would work. Like I'm sure if you take any dead animal and you put it yes under any plant, it's going to make it grow a lot. But you're gonna better, grow right? a fucking like, town's worth of fish uh, in the uh, no, you're not right. Just it's for like, your crops, what, what sort of tiny levels of. Because, like, I'm thinking about, like, what one acre, one square acre of farmed corn has in terms of, like, the total number of stocks. And it's, like, this is, like, hundreds of fish, bro. Yeah. For one acre. This is, like, hundreds of fish. Yeah. And you it's got possible, fucking... It's possible you've got this much fish, but it, it seems you just like... just don't. It, it seems like if somebody is farming this quantity of fish and they're sacrificing it to make their corn harvest better. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just you know, eat like the this, fish. This, this why is kind of, the, right. Yeah. Like this why? is a little <laughs> stupid on the min maxing frontier. This is, like this you, is, and this was the first red pill. of our <laughs> school the, first, the, the first red pill was that, you know, why would they just not eat the fish? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember literally sitting there in school and like thinking about like the caloric content in like one <laughs> fish versus like six ears of corn and being like 
they're basically equal. <laughs> like, they're basically equal. And in the ways in which they're not equal, the fish is superior in every yeah. single one of Literally them. Literally, it's better to eat the fish. It's better to eat the fish 10 out of 10 times. Now, but like also fish you can get in the winter. It's not even like fish is, it's not even like they were like something that's like seasonal. You can ice fish. There's but, always fish. There's, they're, there's always, a, they're always in fact, swimming. It's they're easier to catch fish. Around. It's easier to catch fish in the winter. They're frozen in the fucking ice. They're you trapped. Just, you can just they've ca- got nowhere to go. You can unironically it's like, cut it's them like out. hitting on women in the women's bathroom. <laughs> 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 you can't. They can't go anywhere. So just pick the fish every time. I don't know what's wrong with you. This is this is how. And then they don't want you to question anything about anything in the future. So listen, this, you didn't, if you don't want us to question anything, you shouldn't have started off with the fucking fish yeah. and corn story. The most unbelievable story of all time. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Maybe they ground up the fish and they fucking. Well, we can, I don't know. That's that's even more ridiculous that's even worse, because yeah. then it's like labor intensive to make. Right, right, right. You're <laughs> sitting there. You're sitting there, and you've got like half of the Indian population dedicated to like the processing of fish paste so that you can water your corn. Was it the? But was it the? I don't know. Yeah, it's just dumb. Maybe it was the bones. I don't fucking know. It's just there's no universe. I've commandeered the half of my girlfriend's pink lady apple that she has completely. See, these are organic. You know, they don't have the wax on them. What is she She's saying? She's saying she accidentally bit the core. Oh yeah, that happens. I assume I you did it on purpose, and now that I know you've done it only by accident, I think you're sort of a pussy. You gotta just do it. You just pull the seed out of your mouth. Sometimes you eat the seed. Fuck it, we vibe. But yeah, we've come full circle. We started with apples. And we're back to apples. Now we're in person. This is the actual. We were just we were just shitting on people who have podcast themes. Little did we know, apples we do are have the a theme. podcast theme, and it's apples. Apples and uh, and fucking looking through uh, forums for the best equipment. Oh yeah, of various types. The best podcasting. <laughs> this is a podcast about how to be the best podcast. I know that we're not really there yet, so, <laughs> so maybe we're not the best sources. In on a the way, map. this is like this. We we are the currently we are the three hundred follower account giving you posting advice right now. We are, we are actually the, wow. we are the three hundred follower podcasting this advice giving meta. you podcasting advice. But but pod, in yeah. five years when we blow up. And they look back on our footage, you'll be like, oh, that was so quaint. It's like when I was watching the Alex Jones documentary, they have his video recordings from like 25 years ago where he's a fucking nobody. And he's just taking videos of himself fucking yelling at people on the street. (laughs) (laughs) And little did we know, 25 years later, he has his own fucking media empire. Now, at the time, he was just a guy yelling on the corner of the street at people in Austin. And now he's back in Austin and he has a whole fucking network right so this is it's all about perspective in 25 years the version lucas podcast might be the version lucas cinematic universe the version lucas extended universe oh my god imagine if we had a fucking the marvel version lucas cinematic imagine a universe where we have like going to be represented by the black panther i like that i think that'd be kind of fun universe if we had like a documentary See, uh, we started like funding vi- movies and documentaries like A24 and started just making like weird fucking like bodybuilding documentaries and just fucking videos about growing apples and shit. It'd be so sick. I think the, this is a documentary that I've wanted to see made for so long. And I think honestly, everybody would be interested in watching this and nobody is going to make it because nobody has the low enough disgust response required. But 
So you, everybody knows basically about like bodybuilding as a scene mm-hmm. at this point. Like we've done enough bodybuilding documentaries. What people don't understand as a scene is, you know, those weird uh, like second world Russian guys who inject so much synthol into just their biceps mm-hmm. that they become like oh, yeah. grotesque abominations. Yes. So, so like synthol is this stuff that it's like a mixture of like oil and alcohol that people inject into their muscles to uh, and it, it's so synthol is actually a branded product. It's very expensive. Oh, it's branded. I didn't know that. It is. And it's sold uh for topical use so it's mm. it, it is it's one of those things where like you can sell uh like you can sell research chemicals as long as you say they're not for human consumption synthol is not something that's sold uh intended to be injected but just everybody who uses it does inject it mm. so they take it and they fill up these syringes with it and they inject it in their muscles and part of the purpose is to fill up their muscles volumetrically and make them look bigger the other part is the alcohol content in the synthol itself irritates your muscles so much that they become inflamed and there's like sarcoplasmic muscle muscle growth like you get permanent growth oh, really? because you get so inflamed that it stretches shit out Oh, I didn't know that. I just knew that people start looking weird as fuck, and their biceps are big. So every <laughs> every professional bodybuilder basically uses synthol. So there's oh. there's a lot of people who, and if they don't use synthol, they do something insane. That explains this thing. I'm always like, how the fuck do they get their lats like look like fucking bulbs? You know, what well, I mean? those like those lower lats are like. I don't necessarily know that that's like all synthol that's responsible for that look because synthol the way that most of them use it is like to amplify their existing thing and Mm. it's only when you get these like total idiots who have no idea what they're doing or they like develop some sort of extreme russian dysmorphia Mm. where they go and they they say i just want the biggest biceps and so you know that one is the one picture of the guy who did this with just his arms and they're like purple and bulging and he has these like 32 inch biceps but like the rest of his body is completely normal as like a 100 and like 50 pound man like he's totally just a normally shaped normally proportioned non-lifting 150 pound guy with these huge purple biceps that look like they're like infected and swollen how much pussy do you think he gets None. None? No. There's a picture of him standing to a, uh, like an overweight Asian woman with huge painted on eyebrows. Nice. It's like the funniest one that's always circulated. (laughs) uh, (laughs) It it was reposted to like, what was the, uh, the million dollar extreme like subreddit? Yeah. It was reposted to there with like a caption saying like, I have an Asian wife. (laughs) 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 You fucking made it, dude. (laughs) That's sick. And that would be a fun documentary. You just like follow. It's on the other side there. It might be too far. Although, yeah, I don't think I'm going to make that. I think I'm just going to have to hold on to this. You can just put it. Yeah, there you go. Um, The fucking, yeah, the, uh, that'd be kind of fun documentary. That is kind of a gross one. And also like like, the people would know that they're a fucking freak show. That's the other thing. Yeah, they would have to know that they're a freak show. But like, yeah. I think I think following someone like this or and like, you wouldn't even have to necessarily ask them questions that would reveal that you think they're a freak show. But just say like, so what are you doing here? Like, so what do you think is this? Wh- like, what is your goal with all of this? Mm-hmm. What do you? What is the sort of aesthetic ideal that you hold yourself to? How did you come to believe that this standard of beauty that you have was the one that you wanted to pursue? Like you could ask mm. totally neutral, good faith questions and it would still be so fucking interesting because you're just doing a deep dive onto like one of the most extremely mentally ill forms of male. And People usually like, 
usually when you get to this sort of like weird body dysmorphia shit, it's girls, right? Like yes. you, you find like the girls like removing their ribs to like have like the better hip to waist. And like, it's not really interesting. And we all just kind of feel bad. Like yeah. we're all just like, Oh, like she, she looked at Instagram too long and now she has like extreme brain damage. Yeah. Right. Like there's no deeper story. Ever. But with guys, you don't feel bad if it's a guy. With guys, no. Like there's a very low level of pity when you see guys doing this sort of shit. And it's also just like, how does it even happen? Like what happened to your brain? Because yeah, you know, only you know, one. Like, also, it's always one part of yeah, your arm. And with with bodybuilders, it like it kind of makes sense because there is at least there is at least like an aesthetic ideal of like a muscular mm. guy that is pushed in, if not popular media, in like. Movies comic or books or movies yeah. or like the bodybuilding and fitness community more generally. But like when you find one of these guys who just fixates on like their biceps, it's like that doesn't exist. Like mm. there's no there's no Captain Marvel who is like a twink with like 40 inch biceps. Right. Yeah. That's very interesting. So like, like they, this is something that they themselves they just have like created. Want to like maybe these uh, maybe they jerk off to their like own flex. Well, I, I, don't know. I think I think what has to happen is I th- I think it's sort of like a uh, like an anorexic girl's obsession with like the number on the scale. I think it turns oh, it, I think point. it turns into like numerical maxing where the guy keeps measuring his biceps. Bigger. Yeah. And then he's like that makes sense. It does. It's like an OCD type of yeah. fixation on the bicep. De, de, but it gets exponentially more ridiculous because in order to gain like you know going from like 12 to uh 13 inches on your biceps is not very hard yeah going from 21 to 22 inches on your biceps extremely hard you know like just just take out how much uh i, I think it's like a four times increase basically in the amount of volume that you need to add to do that Oh, that makes a good point. Yeah, because you have to add volume. I think, I think it's squared, right? Yeah, because like yeah. in order in order to increase the the circumference, you have to increase the cross sectional area by like, I think it's the square of the radius. I don't. I mean, yeah. we're, we're doing we're doing very off the cuff math here, and I'm not uh, I'm not in my element. Area but the higher squared, so yeah. The, the important thing is so it'd be like four, times, and obviously like three times the square of the radius, thirteen to twelve to twenty one to twenty. It's more than. You guys get what I'm saying, though. It's it's gonna be you have to add a lot of fucking volume mm-hmm. once you get to these sizes, and the only way that they have volume to add because they're not like going out here and pumping iron to get the additional weight Just is by injection. injecting more fluid into their bicep. So mm. you've got to be at some point sitting here with like a, a fucking twenty cc veterinary <laughs> horse syringe <laughs> stuck into your arm, pumping this oil in, right? And that's got to be one of the strangest documentary shots that's ever. Oh, it's fucking dark. Because we've seen people hooked up to like I like the crypto people hooked up to like IV bags with like drugs and I've all seen of that the, in person. All of the vitamins and all of this stuff that they go to after they get their hangovers and that's Bruh. at this point pretty commonplace. But Every like, crypto guy does that. That looks they sane. Look, looks that looks nuts. sane compared to. 20 cc horse syringe into the bicep that's glowing purple. Have you already. been there for when they get like when they all like the night after you party in like a Miami? I've seen enough of their TikToks and like I I'm, oh they do on TikTok that's funny yeah like well not not of their TikTok oh, sorry of their uh like their Snapchats and oh, shit oh yeah because I'm, I'm friends with enough of them that they'll say oh I've never me. been on Snapchat with them I don't have Snapchat they like but. they like to do their flexes for how they spent nine thousand dollars on like their uh, IV bag on after. their <laughs> IV bag so that they can recover from their hangover and it's like my approach has always been. I just don't drink. So the thing, yeah, this is the poor-brained approach, right? This, yeah, is, this is like good. the impoverished. Well, guy. you have to pay for the appointment, and then it's like it's like maybe like five k or whatever for the appointment, and then you pay per bag. So that's when you're like, okay, I have to justify this five k a fucking appointment. So I have to get all my homies after we party 
after I paid $20,000 for a table in Miami to come over to my hotel and they paid $300 a bag. So now that the person's there and it's just like, we all hang out and get, have hangovers. Jeez. Yes. Yeah, uh, you know, so you see it. I'm always like, now grants, apparently it works, but they're not even sure if it works. They're like, it's probably a placebo. <laughs> it's almost yeah, certainly I've a heard, placebo. I've heard really up and down reports. They don't think it works. Or 